he said to me, I have all this stress. There's always this pressure on me. I just, I feel like I'm getting bogged down in everything. And I asked him a couple of simple questions and I just watched that pressure and stress just shift just like this. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Hey, Driven Mofos, welcome back to The Underestimated Entrepreneur. If you don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the owner of Mojo Human Performance Institute. We focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. And the reason why I do this is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. So I was working with this client and he came in and he was telling me about all of this stress and pressure in his life. He said, Michael, you know, I'm running a business and there's all this stress on my shoulders and there's this financial pressure and pressure stress and I'm getting stress from home because I get home and my wife is putting all this stress and pressure on me because she's frustrated and she's not doing what she wants in life. And I just want to like get home and watch TV and then you know, like the kids want to play and all this. And I'm like trying to deal with my stress and my pressure and set up my day for tomorrow. And he went on and on and on. I could see the stress and pressure in his body and the tension. I mean, for some of you, you're probably feeling it now just talking about it. And I asked him a couple of really simple questions that I watched shift him in a very quick amount of time. And I said, where does the pressure come from? And he said, well, it's from the business. And I said, but why? Why is there pressure in the business? And he said, well, because we've got to get results. We've got to grow it. And I said, but why do you have to grow it? And he said, because, you know, we have to grow. It's, that's that's what a business is like. We've got to grow. And, you know, I, I really want to get it to a $10 million business. And I said, hang on, stop. Why do you want to get it to a $10 million business? And he and he stops and he goes, oh, well, because I guess when I'm there, then, you know, we'll have the team and there'll be the infrastructure there and I'll be able to relax a little bit more. And I said, how do you know that's true? And he sat back and he went, oh, I don't. And I said, do you know anyone who has a $10 million business who's still stressed? And he looked at me and he smiled and he goes, ha, most of them. And I said, so what are the chances that you're going to get to a $10 million business and you're not going to be stressed and have that pressure? And he goes, oh, never thought about that. And I said, so let's assess where this pressure and the stress really comes from. I said, why do you feel like it's so important to get to $10 million business? What does that mean to you? And he said, well, it means everything. I said, why? And he said, well, Michael, because as a kid, no one believed in me and I believed in me and I worked so hard. And I, I always said I was going to grow a business to $10 million. Like when I started, that was my goal. I wanted to get $10 million. And I said, so what does not achieving it mean to you? And he said, well, if I don't achieve it, it just means that I'm a failure. I said, okay, what else does it mean? And he said, well, it means that, I don't know, I guess I'm not good enough. And I said, okay, so what else? So you're a failure, you're not good enough. What else does it mean if you don't get $10 million? And he goes, well, that I've wasted all this time. I'm like, okay, well, what else? What does that mean? What does that mean if you've wasted all this time? And he goes, well, it means that I guess life was pointless, that I'd, I'd given up all this time and wasted all, all my life for nothing. And I said, ah, interesting. So if you've wasted all your life for nothing and you have to get to $10 million to mean that life's purposeful and you've got to get to $10 million to feel that you're achieving something and that you have to get to $10 million until you feel like you're good enough and that your life had meaning and purpose. What does that mean about today? What does that mean about yesterday? And what does that mean for the last five or eight years in your business? And he stops and he takes a deep breath in and he goes, well, I guess that that means that my life today is worthless and that I have no meaning and that maybe it just means that I feel like today I'm not good enough. And so all my drive comes from wanting this feeling that maybe I could have today. Like maybe the way I'm looking at this is wrong. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. 
let's talk about it. And so again, I asked him more questions. And I said, so why do you believe that life is meaningless unless you get to $10 million and that you're wasting your time? And he goes, well, because there's other things I'd rather be doing. And I said, like what? And he goes, hmm, well, I'd rather spend time with my family. And I said, well, why don't you? And he stops and he looks back and he goes, Hmm. Nah, I guess I really do love running a business. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy this challenge. And I went, okay. So if you enjoy the challenge, is the goal to get to $10 million or is the goal to just keep doing what you're doing and take on the challenges every day that a business offers? And he goes, huh, I never thought about that. And I said, what makes you think that you're not good enough? And he goes, well, when I was younger, people used to think that I wasn't good enough because I wasn't good at school and I didn't fit in and blah, blah, blah. And I said, so what makes them right? And he sits back in the chair again and he goes, it doesn't. And I said, so if they're not right, does that mean that then you're not good enough? And he goes, no, I actually even don't fucking care what they think. It doesn't even matter. And I said, so if it doesn't matter, then why are you worried about it? And he goes, I never thought about that. And so this interesting thing started to unfold, which was when we started asking the right questions and he started realizing that all these ideas that he had in his head were just ideas. And he was attached to those ideas that in my business, I have to get to $10 million in order to feel like I'm good enough. I have to get to $10 million in order to feel like I'm free. I have to get to $10 million in order to feel like my life has meaning, which then means that until I get to $10 million, life is meaningless. That until I get to $10 million, there's all this stress and this pressure and I'm not good enough until I get there. And there's this consistent daily reinforcement that I'm not good enough. I'm not there yet. You know, that, that life's a struggle and that I've got to grind. And so he loses his daily fulfillment and his daily pleasure or joy or whatever the fuck you want to call it, where it's just every day is almost like this battle of just trying to feel something that he can feel right now, which if he just asks the right questions. And I would assume that the, for the majority of you who are listening to this podcast, that you're attached to these outcomes, that when I'm this certain weight, then I'll feel better about myself. When I make this money, then I'll feel better about myself. When my business is this size, then I can have holidays. When I've got a better partner, then I'll feel more connected to them. When I feel better about myself, then life will be better. Well, all of this shit, how do you know that it's true if you've never really questioned it? How do you know that this stuff is true unless you're held accountable to untangling this bullshit mess that you've created inside of your own head because of things that have happened in the past that have then created attachments to the future. Something that I know from studying a lot of philosophy and metaphysics is anytime you're attached to the future, it's because you've got an attachment to the past. So when you keep thinking, when I'm gonna drive towards this future goal, what it's really doing is the future goal is because of a past experience. And so if you feel like you're not good enough as a kid, you set these big goals for your future that you drive towards and you grind towards in order to feel like you're good enough. But the truth is that you accepted someone else's opinion. You might be 30 years old now or 40 years old now. And this situation where you felt like you weren't good enough because someone judged you at school happened when you were five or six years of age. So you've had like 25 to 35 or maybe even 40 years, maybe even 50 years of this drive and this grind of this future goal, which is really you just trying to prove yourself to you. But you think that it's you trying to prove yourself to these other people that may have happened when you were a kid. So please understand that you can't have a future idea without having a past concern or a past fear. And our past fears create our future goals and our future drive and our future ambition. Now it's fine to have them, but when they start controlling you, you've already lost the plot and you will not enjoy the experience of today. Okay, which when I realized this made a massive difference in my life. And this is what I was working through with this client is that he kept thinking that based on all these judgments of his past, that he wasn't good enough, that he got picked on at school and all this stuff, he set these huge goals for his future and he thought, when I get there, I'm going to feel like I'm good enough and I'm going to feel like I can relax more. And all this stress and pressure is driving him in life. And he's going, yeah, but this is my drive and I'm trying to prove something. But very, very rarely did he have any fulfillment within his own life. Every day was like, I don't know what I'm doing this for. And so he had questions and uncertainties about his life. You know, maybe this is all meaningless and, you know, 
I, I don't know why I do this stuff, but it was because he was attached to this future goal. When I went, look, does it matter if you just do what you love every day and you enjoy working in a business and you enjoy owning a business and you enjoy being around people and you enjoy problem solving and you enjoy doing sales and you enjoy doing marketing, you just enjoy those things. Wouldn't that naturally relate to business growth anyway? And so you can set the goal, but your daily actions and the way that you feel every day is going to determine where you end up in the future full stop. Like you can get to $10 million and still be a miserable fuck and hate your life. You can have an, a brand new marriage and it still won't work. Not when the, the biggest problem is your own insecurities and the way you feel about yourself and the way that that comes across in your poor communication, the relationship. So you've got to change you now in order to have that relationship that you want. You've got to change you now in order to have the business that you want. And it all comes down to now. Okay? And great mystics have spoken about this for thousands of years, from Aristotle to Plato to people recent, more recently, like you know the Napoleon Hills and all that, those sort of people. They've spoken about this stuff. The Marcus Aureliuses, uh, there's just so many philosophers that have spoken about this stuff, but most people just overview it and they don't really think through it. Okay, But just remember, if we've got consistent future goals that we're driving towards, it's because we're trying to get away from the past. And until we deal with that past situation and really analyze those questions and analyze the future perceptions that we have, we can't come back to being present and the present moment is the only moment that exists. Our past only exists in our fucking heads. I have people who say this in my events, they're like, well, you can't change the past. And I go, bullshit, that's a fucking lie that you've been taught. Go go to the past. And they're like, I can't. I'm like, well, why not? And they go, because well, it's in my head. And I go, exactly. So if you think you can't change your past, your past is in your head and the majority of your past is bullshit anyway because we make stuff up. We lie, we over-exaggerate things. Fucking people over-exaggerate things right now. Okay, I listen to people daily over-exaggerate things. They over-exaggerate their stress, their pain, their problems, their, their frustrations. They exaggerate all this stuff. They make assumptions about things and those assumptions then become their past beliefs about things. They're their past stories, these over-exaggerations that they have in the moment. Like if someone over-exaggerates in the moment, that then tomorrow will become an over-exaggeration of the past. If you're not questioning those things and you don't go back and you look, in fact, studies in psychology show that 50% of everything that we think is made up. Okay, so our beliefs are around 50% of the truth and 50% untrue. Now, there are different research studies on this, and if you want them, I can post some of the links and stuff below that you can go and check out. But studies in psychology show that we make shit up all the time. Okay, and our brain wires things and we see things differently. Like, you know, something might happen and we over-exaggerate a response. I mean, everyone's got stressed out or upset at a partner or a friend or a loved one or someone that they care about because they over-exaggerated their stress or they were stressed out, their partner said something, you snap. That wasn't because it was a logical approach to the thing that happened in the moment. That was because of an over-exaggeration or confirmation biases that we have that then we over-exaggerate. And so those things happen all the time and they become our past. They become the things that we keep reconfirming with ourselves. We go, well, it's gotta be true because you know I saw it happen that way, but maybe you fucking over-exaggerated in the first place, which then means that your belief is an over-exaggeration. And so the point that I'm trying to make here is that until we question everything, we can't actually define what's true and what's not true. And those past fears and doubts and concerns and stresses and the kids that picked on us at school, all of those things that happened to us, or, you know, I felt like I was ugly. I felt like I was fat. Someone pointed this out. You know, I grew up in a poor family. All of that shit, if that's driving you and driving your future, that drive comes from that insecurity or feeling not good about something, which then is going to make you feel ungood for the, or, or not good about yourself or not good enough for the rest of your life until you perceive that one day you're going to achieve something and then everything's going to change. And that's a fucking lie. The moment that you deal with your past shit is the moment that that lie goes away. And that's why I kept asking those questions. And in that moment, he started realizing, and as I was working with him through those moments, he started realizing that he didn't have to grow a business. He grew up because he actually enjoyed business. Also, he started realizing that just because a kid said to him or, or someone made him feel not good enough in the past doesn't mean that that's true. 
that he's not good enough. Because the truth is that he is good enough and he fucking knows it. Or if not, he, you know, he wouldn't be here today. So he is good enough. And it just, he never questioned it. So please, driven mofos, make sure you go back and you question these things. Question yourself. Keep questioning. Why do I believe it to be true? How do I know that it's true? How do I know that when I get these goals that I'm going to feel any differently about life? Why do those things that I'm focused on matter so much? And do they really matter? Are they going to make me feel different? Are they going to give me something? I remember years ago, I thought that my goal was to stand on stage in front of tens of thousands of people and speak. And until I had that, then I wasn't good enough. And it just, and it put so much pressure on me. And I've been untangling those thoughts for, for a fair while. And it got to a place where I just realized that I just love helping people. And I love helping people to excel, especially driven people, because I think that that's the best way I can make a big impact is because if I can inspire someone who's driven to grow and learn, they're going to impact their kids. So that means I impact more people. If I impact a business leader, they might have 20 staff. I'm impacting those 20 staff by impacting them. And so the greatest thing that I can do for humanity, for me personally, is to impact people in, in an empowering way that then empower others. And that's why I love working with driven mofos because normally driven people are driven to do more in life and they're not lazy. But at the same time, I just hope that your drive doesn't come from those crazy insecurities that make you feel like, like you're shit about yourself because it's taken me a long time to untangle this stuff in myself, but also helping now others untangle that stuff in themselves. I, I've seen huge changes in people just by questioning those things. So anyway, I hope that helps someone out there today. Maybe it doesn't help everybody, but I just hope that it helps somebody and going through that story and that journey. So please remember if if you haven't done so to subscribe, like, and share. If you haven't rated the podcast, please go to the podcast platform. You can do this on Spotify. You can give it a five-star review if you love it. You can give it a one-star review, whatever you feel like. But please give it a review or, or hit those stars. Uh, if you're on the Apple Podcast Network, um, which is the little podcast app, or, or you're listening to it on your computer, please give it a, a, a review as well so you can write stuff on there. I really appreciate those of you who are listening in. I think we've got about seven or eight reviews at the moment. Um, those of you who have written a review and spoken about your experiences with Mojo Human Performance Institute, some of you have written about working with me in the past and things like that. And I go back and I read them and they're, they're really humbling for me. Actually, I shouldn't use the word humble because it means to, to be submissive. It really inspires me as well to see the lives that I've impacted and the people that I've been able to help through that journey by some of you writing those stories as well. So I really appreciate that um, as well, writing those reviews. So if you haven't done so, please, if you could do that, I would massively appreciate it. Um, and please share this stuff with your friend, friends and family because the more I can get this out to people, the more I can help. And the more I can help as well, the more you're surrounding yourself with people who are driven as well. I think the more that we surround ourselves with people who are driven and who understand this stuff, the easier our lives become. So please, if you haven't done so, please share it with those people and hopefully they pick it up as well and listen to it and, and take on, on board some of this stuff. And they might understand you better as well. I know that one of the biggest criticisms I have of most business owners uh, or that I get from most business owners is that Michael... Most people don't understand me. My family don't understand me. My partner doesn't understand me. My partner doesn't understand why I work so much. Get them onto this podcast and let them let them see this stuff or, or bring them to one of our events or show them what I do and, and let them understand this stuff because I try and talk about it so that people can understand it better and so that you feel more understood. So please remember to, to subscribe, like, and share as most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. Remember, driven mofos, never underestimate the dream. See you next time. 